Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's uh, four for gore. It is. Yeah, I'm just going to jump right in. That's fine. And in, and we talk about horror movies. Yes. And horror-related stuff sometimes. Yes. But mostly movies. Movies. <laughs> and by we, we mean that's Colleen. And that's Jill. So, hi. So, Yeah. And um, why don't you start off with your your ups? Oh, do you want me to do ketchups or do you want me to bring up we have Instagram? Oh, gosh, I'll yes. Just do no, that really do that, quick. please. I'm glad you remembered. It's just a quicklet. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's a quicklet. Follow like us. a chiclet. Do you remember chiclets? Yeah. Ah, I love but them. Mostly because of the movie Dennis the Menace with uh, Walter Matthau. Yeah. Because he knocks out his teeth. Like he has like dentures and yep. Dennis the Menace being a kooky kid. Yeah. Knocked two of the teeth out through chiclets in. Yeah. Cute. I thought they were gross, but that was a funny. I mean, I thought moment. they were gross too, but I just thought of it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, at Four for Gore podcast. Yes. On Insta. Follow us there. Yeah. And so. we post things and do fun stuff. And we do. Talk to you and things. Yeah. And uh, yeah. That's that. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Selling it. <laughs> Tell me, tell me all about you. There's not much to report. No. Uh, I started a new book. Ooh. Jill's Book Nook. Yes. <laughs> At least you remember the jingle. <laughs> it's always in my head. It's just my life soundtrack. <laughs> it sounds like sad, but it's not. Yeah. Like it makes me giggle. So yeah, I started a new book. Uh, I finished Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Very good. Highly recommend. But I'm already like halfway done reading my new book. It's yeah. called Things Have Gotten Worse Since We Last Spoke. Okay. And it's really good. It's actually three novellas in a book. Oh, that's right. I remember you. That's what you were. Yeah. Anyways, you described it last time, like oh, two episodes ago that you Apparently, wanted to. Apparently, I like novellas, but don't like short stories. So I'm like that specific. <laughs> I'm in that little niche. But it's by Eric LaRocca. And okay. it's super good. And I highly recommend it. Awesome. So. Nice. And then other than that, we, uh, I don't know if you heard or not, but we did some shopping this weekend. Yeah. I was telling you all about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we bought some dining room furniture. Right. So we're trying to offload our huge, uh, humongous dining room table right Which now. Which you tried to offload on us. And I'm like, we still have one that we want to get rid of. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> I know this is a no, but I hope she says yes for some reason. Like I'm thinking maybe there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance we might need it. Uh, that's so funny. Rose and Jack could both fit on this thing. They like, could. That's how big it is. So we want to get rid of that. Yeah. And uh, just do some rearranging of some furniture we have. And uh, we're going to get some new furniture delivered soon. So Excited about that because I'm ready to like decorate the dining room. Yeah. It's still echoey in there. Well, you you did get a decoration. Um, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. You have to tell you have to tell the world about this. So I have to tell you about this. Yes, because I haven't heard the full story yet. This is like my favorite. When I got that text, I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe this is happening right now. You don't even know how happy I am. I can't even look at your face. So so we went, like I was saying, furniture shopping yesterday. And I we when we got home, there was something we were excited to share with Colleen and Dave. So we texted. Right. We got a little group texty. The group text is called Two Girls More Opinions. I think that's pertinent to mention. It it is. It's very important. Yes. (laughs) And so I sent them a picture and I was like, so we bought some furniture today, but like there was something else that we just could not pass up and it's for the dining room. 
And it is this huge, I don't even know how many inches. I think it's 26 by 35. It's like poster size. It's big. It might be bigger than a poster, actually. It is a big picture of Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) (laughs) And so sent it to Dave and Colleen. It's just his face. It's just his face. It's like a super zoomed in image of just his face. And we hung it in the dining room with an app. That I took a picture of and totally punked Shut you up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck I thought you really bought that. Shut the so fuck up. I swear to God, I didn't even plan it this way. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> when I got here, I meant to say, we totally punked you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> Because we want to decorate. So I found an app that you can like place pictures on walls oh, with. That is so And I was like, funny. let's fucking send this to them and see. And then I was going to text you both and be like, ah, losers. And then I was going <laughs> to su- come here and say it. Even like the fiance was like, make sure you laugh about that with them. Oh, like tell them, I'm like, God. got it. And then I came here and talked to you about other shit instead. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, that's not real. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's a choice for their dining room. <laughs> But I didn't want to say it. No, the best part of that is I, we were laughing about it. And we I was like, they said like nice things. They were like, well, that's great. Like, that's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. And I was I was like, do you think they mean that? Or do you think they're like, they're fucking weird. But like, whatever. It's their dining room. I like, literally yeah. said that's their. Di- I'm like, I wouldn't put him in my dining room, but that's <laughs> not my house. And I was like, it's a choice. The reason that's so funny to me, too being the like dickheaded friend that I am is like, I tell you all the time. I'm like, Oh, don't do that. And like, you're like a nice person. You're like, huh? And, like, and it's so funny too. Cause the fiance even said, he's like, I could see Colleen being like, not for me, but cool. Yeah, if like exactly. It. If you like it, that's fine. So anyway, my, on my end. Yeah. What's going my on? My end. You? So, well, this, well, by the time you all hear this, we're recording in the future. Well, we're recording yeah. in the past, in the but past. in the future. Yeah. For the future. So I have to talk about this. Well, I don't have to talk about this, but Pittsburgh's St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Uh, It's always celebrated the weekend before the actual holiday. So we're all getting together and going and doing that. And we just I just found out that Piper's Pub down in the south side might actually still be open. And if that's the case, then I'm very excited because that's our tradition. And we go down and we just like splurge on all the food and it's so good. Mm. So that's like something exciting to scotch think about. eggs? Yes. Yeah. And they're so good. I've never they're had so one. so good. Oh, yeah, I know. they're amazing. I'm hmm. um, so excited about that. Um, your birthday gifties are on their way. No, you did not. Yes, Stop did. it. Oh my God. Listen, you're crazy. So I went looking and the things that I found, I'm very excited. One thing is like, I could not pass it up. And another thing, I just could not pass it up. And of course, a birthday card. So Her piece. I'm super excited. And so I wanted to just like mention that on the, because by the time this comes out, your birthday would have been maybe passed. I think so. I think so. I think so. Happy belated at this point right now, <laughs> but we'll Thanks. talk. We'll we'll talk more about that much later. Because since we're recording everything so in advance, <laughs> none of this is going to make any sense. I have no idea what's going on. I have. We are so listen, everybody. <laughs> Jill and I are finally like ahead of schedule on our recordings. It, yeah. We should have been doing this the way that we've been doing this for so long ago the whole time um the whole time yes and um so but long story short we're like super ahead so like when we start talking about things i have to stop and realize like when is this actually posting i have no idea no idea yeah i mean i do know when this is posting but 
Yeah. It's not going to make sense when I the will next time we day. talk. <laughs> yes. You're like, I'll know when this is Today's coming out the then. day. Um, so I have to tell you about Mac.bin. Uh-oh. So Jill already knows this part of the story. And I'm going to make this part really quick. But there's this thing called Mac.bid. And it's kind of like a second selling, second seller company where like people that receive orders where the box is open or something's damaged, this company, Mac.bid, takes them on and then you can purchase that purchase it from them at auction for like a much cheaper price depending on what you want to spend, right? And I purchased a standing desk and I also purchased a vanity, Okay, for dirt cheap compared to what they were. And um, I'm not going to get into the prices because it'll make me want to throw up. So Mm -hmm. Jill knows this part of it, but I'll say really fast. Oh, no. Like an idiot, I left. I took apart the... I thought I was going to be able to put together the standing desk by myself. And Dave was out of town and I should have known better. He even said, leave it in the box. I'll do it. I'll do it when I get home from my work trip. And I'm like, okay, I didn't. So I took all the pieces out and laid them out to try to figure out if I could do this. And one of the pieces, three of the pieces were on my floor, like leaned up against the couch in my office. And they have pieces of wire that connect to the leg of the thing. Anyways, doesn't matter. Tyrion, it's like a robot. Yes, desk. pretty much. <laughs> Tyrion, yeah, it's electronic. Tyrion, my French bulldog, for those that don't know, who's going to be a year next month in April, decided that he was going to chew on one of the wires. It's not like just like a plug that you plug into the wall that we could have easily probably found an adapter for or found a new plug for or anything like that. It's like a special six prong type weird connecting oh. wire that is not common. I reached out to them to see if I could get just buy one. It's called the, the piece is called column. Mm-hmm. And it's part A uh, of mine. And so I, I emailed them twice. They never responded. So then I called them, spoke to a woman. I don't think she understood what I was trying to ask for. And then she said that they don't sell pieces separately. So I'm like, great. So now Dave's on a hunt to try to see if he can't find the wire. And then he's going to try to like take apart the old piece that's whatever and splice it back together to see if we can fix it. And wow. if not, then it's literally going to probably go into the trash. And I don't want to talk about it oh. any further than that. But so Jill knows that part of the story. My Mac.bid journey has been very good. I've purchased a lot of furniture for dirt cheap there and some some decorations. And it's been an awesome experience. So last night, uh-oh, Dave's like, one of the things that was on our list that we were going to get done yesterday, because Dave and I, you know, were home yesterday. We had nothing planned. We did a lot of stuff around the house. And uh-huh. I was like, can we put together my vanity so I can start putting some other things away and not just shoving it all in our bathroom closet and like get my makeup stuff in the vanity? He's like, yeah, like let's put, <laughs> let's put the vanity together. We oh. open the box. Dave is taking all the pieces out. He's organizing it. He's so good at this part. Like so good. Like putting everything where it goes. Yeah. Like all the like pieces together. And he goes, um, so it, will you look in the box and see if like you see like screws and nuts? Shut and up. Yeah, just not in there. Just all of the stuff to make it all stay the together. Stuff, all the stuff to make it stay Shut together. Up. Yeah. What the so, so the box had been opened. Yep, the box had been opened. And so oh our our guess, our guess is that either <clears throat> well, this is my main guess. My main guess is that the reason that they returned it is because the box was opened. They opened it, whoever received it, and potentially didn't get the pieces in there, or the box was open, they or they didn't like something, yeah. and then they didn't put that back in there. Right, totally. Because the box was very like open, and you could tell that they like retaped it 
closed. I mean, that's yeah. what you get whenever you go in there. So we've decided moving forward that when we use MacDot, we're just going to get the insurance so that if something's wrong, we oh, can get our money back. Oh, there you go. Um, which I don't think is even that much money for their insurance. I think it's like $8. I don't know. It's something really cheap. Yeah. And we've just never done it because I'm like, well, what, what could possibly go wrong? Well, right. yeah, now. So there's that. Not that that helps the standing desk situation, but um, so the good thing is he did find kits online that are very because I mean, the good thing is the furniture itself it is it, the pieces to put it together are very, very um, common pieces like he yeah. was looking at. It, he's like the screws are normal, like the the yeah, the those little rivet things that you put yeah. in that like hold it together. He's like, but the problem is, though, is that the kits I'm finding are extremely expensive and I need like 80 of these one like one piece itself like he needs 80 of them oh my god so i'm gonna reach out to the maker of the actual um desk that like the vanity that i yeah. got and see if i can just buy the kit of screws yeah and see if they'll sell it to me separately and if that's the case then we can still do he's like i can do it like the the silver lining is he can still put it together yeah. it's just that like we have to spend more money to do it oh my god! and it's and we wanted to do it last night instead of like you know so now the, all the wood pieces are just sitting on my side of the bed just like chilling like waiting to be put together so that was fun. I was like, oh, adulting is such a blast. You have so much more patience for life than I do. Oh, I don't. You should have seen me last night. Really? I was freaking out. Did you cry? I didn't cry. Because I would cry. I would still be crying and <sighs> you don't even second guess I'm actually that. more <laughs> upset about the desk still than I am the yeah. vanity because the desk, I don't know if, if we if he can't, if he can't work his Dave magic like yeah. he does, then we're literally fucked. Like yeah. I literally lost. Yeah. It's going to go into the trash because if they can't sell me that piece mm. and I don't know... It, I'm just, I highly doubt that there's another desk out there that's exactly the same that I could just be like, can you sell me this piece? Like right. it's a specific company. So I want to kill my French bulldog. Um, I'm still mad at him and he's in a lot of trouble. So, and well, then see if you do, like I said to you, when you told me that story and I told you I would turn him into an Ottoman. Yeah. You may lose a desk, but you gain a, foot a little rest. footstool. Oh my God. I want to kill him. I want to kill him. He's lucky he's cute. He's so lucky he's cute. That's the only thing that's going for him right now in this moment. And then the last thing that I have, because this is about me being getting older or something, I don't know. So I've been having like this terrible, terrible, terrible pain. Terrible. Like excruciating pain that if I sit down or lay down for an extended period of time when I go to stand up oh no my ankles and the bottoms of my feet like my heels and like the balls of my feet are in excruciating pain to walk like to walk yes I looked it up okay. to see if like I could figure out like maybe what's potentially wrong with me arthritis popped up a little bit I'm like well I don't think that that's I don't think I have arthritis right um, and something else popped up that was like stress induced, like stress fractures and that. I'm like, well, I'm not on my feet. I haven't been working out <laughs> at all. So that's not the case. Plus I have good shoes now for working out. So I know that's not it. Plantar fasciitis. Tell me about this. So apparently what it does is, I mean, I did read. So like the, the, the generic version of like what I understand is, is that it, it causes like, it, it's like, it causes pressure I don't know how it starts. That's the problem. Like, I, that's the part I don't understand is like how this just came to be. But it's been going on for like the last like, I don't know, like eight months now. Yeah. And what essentially is happening is that like the, this pressure or whatever it is, it, it, like it hurts even if I move my ankles. Like if I'm like okay. twisting my ankles right now. Yeah. It hurts like a son of a bitch. Oh, And okay. if I put if I go to stand up right now, you're going to see like er, later watch. I'm going to I'll probably limp. 
mm-hmm. because it hurts that bad. But essentially, like, it's like this pressure, like, on the ball of your foot and on, like, your heel. And it's always in my heel more than anything. And then sometimes in my ankle. But I don't know. Like, it's just like, like a pressure thing. I don't, I, I don't. I don't know how to fix it. I think I have to yeah. go to a doctor. An orthopedist. Yes. I think I do need to go to somebody to like get it fixed. And I told an, Dave and he's an like. An orthopedophile. Yeah. Don't go to an orthopedophile. Go <laughs> to an orthopedist. That sounds terrible. But anyways, I don't know, but it hurts really bad. And I did look into it. I don't know if that's what I have, but it's the only thing that makes sense. But it's mostly my left. And I can even feel like if I touch like the back of my left um, heel, yeah. it hurts to touch it. I was looking at you a bit weird with my mouth. Just look it up and it like it'll make more sense when you read it. I'm not doing it justice by explaining my well, what I think it is. I was surprised to hear when from what you were describing, because I'm experiencing something so, so similar. Right. But it's only in the morning. It's like when I wake up. So when you said when you're like laying down or sitting down yeah. for an extended period of time and then you put your feet down. Yeah. That's what I feel every morning. So I have to put my feet into slippers and there's cushion there. And yeah. it's not as bad. Same. But it's very painful but mine isn't all day but mine's all the time that's so strange. like if i sit like when we sit here for a while like i'm yeah. fine i don't have any pain i'm not i'm not in any discomfort yeah but the second i stand up on my fucking feet that i need to walk it hurts like so, so bad weird. like so bad so i think that i'm just getting old and i think i need to go see a doctor so yeah. i'm really not excited about i did see so many doctors moving really sucks because i lost all my doctors oh. um that's the only thing that sucked about moving here is that i'm like i'm yeah. not going to travel over 35 minutes to go to my old yeah doctors but now i have to find like people and i don't want to but i need to um i'll give you the name of my pcp okay emergency room so, so anyways anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> to the topic at hand yeah um, so here we are. We're uh at uh season six, mm-hmm. episode five. That's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. Like it's zooming. Yes. Zooming by. Right by. Um, right by. Right by. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> um, so we watched um a little movie. I'm sorry, called Tusk. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's all I have. No, we watched a movie called Tusk. And uh, this movie came out. I thought this movie was a lot newer. Like, I thought it came out sooner than it, like more recent than it did. I was very surprised for some reason. Um, A lot of surprises in this movie for me because it was a first time for me. But anyways, (laughs) it came out September 19th of 2014. The director was good old Kevin Smith, who's also known for Clerks, Chasing Amy and Dogma. Love all three of those fucking movies. It's rated R. And the tagline... And I did my prediction. Jill has seen this before. I have not. So I did my prediction off this tagline. And I have to be honest. I knew a tiny, tiny baby bit. Not the whole storyline by any means. But I knew a tiny, tiny baby bit about what this movie was sort of maybe kind of about. Yeah. So I kind of went into it with like a mini already like in my mind kind of knowing what it might be. But anyways, the tagline says, let me tell you a story. There were multiple taglines, so that's what I went with. Yeah. My, I mean, there was multiples. There was like four or five. Yeah. But that was the first one at the top of the list, so I just went with that one. It's I don't awfully know if it's, vague. Yeah, extremely. That's so. a hard prediction. I'm like, if Jesus. you didn't know anything about your like, oh, I'm like, well. I'm like, thank God I kind of know a little bit about this already. Um, so my prediction was, based off just the title and the tagline alone, I believe that something is going to happen with an animal that has tusks and maybe kills and or does something to someone. That was my guess. <laughs> The synopsis, though, is a brash and arrogant podcaster gets more than he bargained for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse 
who has a rather disturbing fondness for walruses. <laughs> um, okay. So in the box office, the budget was $3 million. The opening weekend U.S. Uh, USA and Canada shoot. I think it was USA and Canada. My previous notes, it wasn't included, but I think this is for both. It was eight hundred and four. It made eight hundred and forty-seven thousand, and it opened on September twenty-first of two thousand fourteen. The gross USA and Canada was one point eight million, and the gross worldwide was one point nine million. Uh, the production company was. I think this is just S Modcast pictures oh yeah 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 um and uh also this was an a24 movie i know was I didn't, that crazy i didn't realize that when i first saw this movie. yeah 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 um it actually won two awards i say that a lot on this <laughs> podcast because I, I don't ever expect horror movies to win awards really no it's just funny it just anyways so it won the fright meter award for best supporting actor uh michael parks and then the i horror award and that was best male horror performance for justin long okay um it runs for an hour and 42 minutes and it stars and i just realized i didn't do the characters but it's okay like i didn't describe them but i know them well enough that i think i can do this so michael parks plays howard howe and he is the recluse that they mention in the synopsis who like lives in this little not little, but this house like out in the middle of nowhere. And he's just kind of like a quirky, strange creature. Yeah. He's a very strange man. Yeah. Um, Justin Long, yeah. our love. Um, <laughs> he plays Wallace Brighton. And he is also the person that they talk about, the very arrogant, brash, um, just very um, self-centered, kind of a dick. Yeah. Uh, really funny, comical but just kind of an all over the place, like all over the place, in my opinion, kind of person. Yeah. And he's a podcaster, by the way. We'll yeah. learn that very soon. Uh, Genesis Rodriguez plays Allie Leon, who um, is Wallace's girlfriend. She's just your average chick. I mean, she's nothing spicy looking. Very though. spicy. Oof. Oh, ab absolutely spicy. She's but like, a babe. she's very, very average in, in the sense of like her personality. She's just a normal chick. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's nothing special about her in that way. Haley Joel Osment. Uh <laughs> I love him so much. Plays yeah. Teddy Kraft, which, by the way, his name changes quite often in my notes, and I didn't mean to, but oh, I, call that's him, I call him Terry a couple times. <laughs> I kept forgetting it was Teddy. <laughs> Anyways, he plays Teddy Kraft, who it, um, plays opposite in the podcast with Wallace. So they're buds, they're friends. He's just another like quirky, fun kind of dude. You know, he's just I don't know. He's the he's the Jill and Colleen to Wallace and Teddy. <laughs> um. And then this one. Yeah, I wonder one, which one I am. <laughs> you're definitely Justin Long. I'm such a dick. <laughs> you're not a dick. You, you can be brash, though. No. You can be brash. Every day. That's okay, though. That's There's nothing so funny. wrong with that. Uh, um, we have to be yin and yang. It's the only way to do it. You're an old sixth sense guy. <laughs> <laughs> old fat sixth sense guy. Gonna say, I love him though. I don't care. I love him though. He's so cute. <laughs> anyway, he's still adorable. He this one shocked the shit. I had no clue this person was in this movie. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. And I was like, we'll get to it. But when this person comes on screen for the first time, I was sitting there staring <laughs> at it. <laughs> and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But, anyways, Johnny Depp. <laughs> okay. And this is another reason I think I was so shocked is because. I watched the movie before I took my notes too. Mm -hmm. So like just as a point, that's another reason I had no idea he was in this because I'm like, I'm going to watch the movie. Obviously, I haven't seen it yet. 
Uh, so I can truly, truly like, oh, sorry, enjoy it, yeah. right? Uh, as a first time, not be surprised, yeah, yeah, or be, be surprised. surprised. Right, and right. Um, anyways, I had no idea. And so because I also thought that this movie was sooner, I'm like, that can't be him, right? Because I'm like, <laughs> he's canceled. I mean, you all know if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm a huge Johnny Depp fan. Anyways, so he plays Guy Lapointe, Lapointe, Lapointe. I think Lapointe, Lapointe. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um. And he's just, he's a former detective, right? Former detective. And he's just really fucking funny and really quirky and very strange. Like yes. his character is just all over the place. Love him. I included two other people though, just because this was really fun. And I don't know if it's in your notes. Okay. So I won't get into it, but I will just say really fast. Harley Quinn Smith plays the girl clerk one and Lily Rose Depp plays girl, girl <laughs> clerk too. Um, we'll talk about that later as well. But they're literally exactly what they say. They're just clerks. Like they don't have any like crazy parts, but I wanted to include them. We'll talk why. So this was filmed in California and North Carolina. And then for the critics. So for RogerEbert.com, what do you think that they scored it out of four? 2.5. Two. Okay. And that this, uh, this comes from si Simon Abrams is who wrote this on the on their website and he says Kevin Smith's style of comedy is too far is too unfocused to pull off a cinematic prank like Tusk a horror comedy about a walrus monster had Smith been more disciplined the film's de deliberately absurd plot twists might have been more alienating and funny but even a Kevin Smith a but even a Kevin Smith apologist like myself will readily admit that Discipline and Kevin Smith do not belong in the same sentence. Oh. Um, on Wikipedia, it flat out said that the reviews were all over the place. So like it was mixed yeah. beyond belief. So I gave you one of each. Huh. So uh, the first one is, in this review for the Seattle Times, Eric uh, Lundengard gave the film zero out of four stars, stating Tusk... <laughs> Tusk, which is based on one of Smith's own podcasts, is the most disgusting and pointless movie I've ever seen. Em <laughs> Emphasis on pointless. I spent half the movie sick to my stomach. So that's the bad one then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this says here, conversely, Chris um, Bumbray of JoeBlow.com had a positive reaction calling Tusk a major return to form for Smith and an exciting new chapter in a career that now feels totally reinvigorated. Oh, wow. Yeah, very so, opposite. Yeah, completely opposite. Fun. Um, Metacritic, it got a 50 out. At, oh, my gosh. A 50 out. Okay. A 55 out of 100. The Metascore was a 5.4 out of 10. And then, oh, no. Oh, I just put those in the wrong spot. I'm like, did I miss something? It's blank. Um, IMDb gave it a 5.3 out of 10. And then what do you think on Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato, tomato meter gave it? Meter, um, 40. 46. Oh, my God. Percent. <laughs> and the audience scored it a 36 percent. Oh, so they did. Yeah, they did. Okay. So, <laughs> well, all right. What about then. you? How many springs do you got off the top? Well, my sour says for my sprankies, imdbranker.com, screenrant.com. And then I didn't get to watch all of it. Wah, wah. Mm. But there's a documentary about the making of Tusk called Walrus Yes. <laughs> and it's available on YouTube. And okay. I have more of that. I'll tell you about. Nice. Oh, a little bit more right now. Okay. okay. So listeners. You're up. like now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I lied. It's right now. Yeah. So get ready. 
Um, yeah, I don't know how you pronounce it, if it's S-Modcast or if it's Smodcast. I, that's what I wanted to say. So listeners, I'm just going to call it fucking Smodcast. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong at Four for Gore Podcast. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, listeners of Smodcast, it's, which is Kevin Smith and uh, Scott Mosier's podcast, can hear Smith and Mosier brainstorm a rough outline of the plot in episode 259 called The Walrus and the Carpenter. Okay. More on that later. Okay. This was just shot in 15 days. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. <laughs> to me, that's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's But nuts. those are my only little mini sprays. Oh, okay, cool. I have others pepperaged throughout. Cool, cool, cool. I already so. like put my pen down somewhere. There it is. Okay. Opening scene. Seagulls and laughter. And it says based on actual events at the beginning. Oh, does it? I missed that. Yeah. Oh, shit. So. How'd I miss that? Anyways. Well, we jump right in. Yeah. Learning Justin Long. AKA Wallace. Yes. And Sixth Sense Kid. Teddy. AKA Haley Joel Osment. AKA Teddy. Yes. Our podcasters. Yeah, like you said. two guys on a podcast. And what's uh, it called? It's called, oh my God, I hate it so much. It's called the Nazi Party. <laughs> but not like the ones that like have mustaches and like kill people. It's like the N-O-T-S-E-E party. I love what Justin Long, when Wallace says the Nazi party yeah, throughout the whole movie. It's, it's like so, so ridiculous. I love it. Um, but that's the name of their podcast in the movie. Mm-hmm. And there, we catch them talking about a funny video like when we, like that they found, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it, obviously this has to be a nod to the Jedi kid. <laughs> Has to be. Yeah, I forgot about that. Has to be. Yeah. But they're watching this video, right? We learn really quickly. It's like this kid um, in his garage and he's got like a samurai sword and he's called the Kill Bill Kid or something, (laughs) right? Yes. And they're, uh, he's just like, he cuts off his own leg. Yeah, he's like sorting with himself. Yeah. Like linking a selfie video of him being like, look at me. And then he fucking (laughs) takes his own leg off and they they die. Yes. Um, So... Yeah, Teddy announces that Wallace is going to fucking go meet that kid and interview him. Yeah. The Kill Bill kid. And that's part of like, that's part of their process, right? Like they're part of the thing is that like Wallace will go and like meet with these people and get their side of the story, I guess. And uh, the reason is that why it's called the Nazi party? Because he describes the video to oh that's right you know what i mean that's like right. teddy and listeners so they're not seeing it necessarily unless that's they right. seek it out but they're being told what it is okay got it um yeah so got it's it. kind of like the i thought it was like the podcast version of like tosh.0 he would have like a video yeah. it was like the main video and then he'd have like the person come on and remember the hide your kids hide your wife yes guy? yes the funniest thing oh ever. that was the best so something like that yeah, kind of that's um, true so he's yeah wallace is like going to canada yeah, he's off. Him. He's off on his way. And when we get to the airport, this is where he like is like he's like not making friends with the Canadian TSA guy, <laughs> um, the Border Patrol dude or whatever. Yeah. Um, like he's trying to be like way too funny and like way too like, I don't know. And the guy's like not digging it. But he's also like talking to him about it. That you know guy I mean? is hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. He looks like a Mountie. Yes. He was had like a big beard. Well, he maybe does. Mounties don't have big beards. Maybe I'm thinking of the Canadian Kilted Yaxman from Ren and Stimpy. Um, probably Ren and Stimpy. Probably that. Yes. Um, well, I mean, rightfully so. Uh, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Wallace is like talking to him and then he like lets it slip that he's not a hockey fan. Oh, yeah. And, and he's like, uh, that dude's like, there's Canada do's and there's Canada don'ts. I Canada did die. Don'ts. I did die. I, I did. laughed so hard. 
And he heads to this house where this kid, the Kill Bill kid is. Yep. And as he pulls up to the house, he notices there's like a like a funeral wreath. Oh my god. Like the ones that like are on the stands, yeah. right? Yes. And it's like just sitting on the stairs of the house and he's like, What the fuck is <laughs> So then he like realizes like maybe I shouldn't go through the front door. I don't know why he doesn't go through the front door. Oh no, he turns around and he sees there's just a line of cars. Yes. Um down their driveway and so he kind of like walks to the back of the house and you just hear a woman wailing, <laughs> crying. <laughs> yes. It's horrendous. Yeah. It's kind of over dramatic how she's crying, but that's okay. He it was she was still maybe in shock. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He basically like wanders up to the Kill Bill kid's funeral. Yeah. Because the Kill Bill kill kid done killed himself. Yes. Uh, because yes. of the video. Yep. So Wallace is just like, hey. Oh, yeah. And they're like, just, okay. <laughs> so awkward. So bad. So bad. And uh, so obviously he hightails it out of there. Yeah. He's like, bye. I Later. guess this is a waste of my time. And he clearly feels that way. And he's upset. So we catch him at a bar. Yeah. And he's, he's at a bar called H. Yes. Like, <laughs> I think it's based off a real can a bar, a real bar in Canada, but it's actually I. Oh. And they turned it on its side. Oh. I think that's what I read. Oh. Yeah. So remember yeah, it is bar, called H, You remember though? that bar in Canada that we went to and we all signed a dollar and put it on the ceiling? Yeah, it was... Uh, what was that called? The, the Wild Mushroom. Oh my God. How did you remember that? I don't know. We were 18. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yeah, that was so fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but that's so funny. We need to go back there someday. Oh my God. Um, you guys splashed with truck water. That was oh, so funny. Don't even get me started. <laughs> that was a bad moment. That was bad. Oh, that was a really bad. I was already pissed off at life in that moment. <laughs> and it just was not good. It was not good. Chuck and then I splashed you so And it was hard. icy cold. I mean, it was the debt. We were there for, for New, New Year's, Year's Eve. So it was fucking freezing cold. It was ice cold, <laughs> nasty truck water. I saw it happen because I was walking behind you. Yep. And I just went, oh, no. Oh, I was. I was. Oh, my God. Freaking the fuck so, out. I was so pissed off. Yeah. Anyways. Um, uh, yeah. So, yes, you're right. Uh, Wallace is complaining um, to Teddy on the phone while he's sitting at the bar. Yeah. He's, he's eating nuts. Yeah. He's just pissed off. Wigging out about being in Winnipeg with no story to tell now. Yeah. He's like, what am I supposed to fucking do? There's nothing around here. There's These people are boring as fuck. Yeah. Oh, and he calls the, the kid a selfish prick. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> He's like selfish for going to go kill himself. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes. Um, Wallace has to go take a pee. Yeah, he's like, he, so he goes to, you know, drain the snake or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's standing there at the stalls in the bathroom, in the men's bathroom or at the urinals. And of course, there's like advertise, like little wall advertisements, like at you know that you can sit there and for your reading pleasure. Yeah. And um, he's going through and he's like seeing all these different things. Then he sees like hand something handwritten poking through mm -hmm. there's other stuff on top of it and so he kind of pulls the pieces off and he starts to like read this very long by the way yeah. very very long like letter like mm -hmm. situation yeah and it's essentially like this letter from a man an old seaman yes <laughs> <laughs> and he is he has been um he just wants to tell you stories. He like has adventures and stuff that he's been on. And it's like this long drawn out advertisement to be like, hey, call me and you can come and I'll tell you stories. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, sure. And he's like right up my fucking alley. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to like live with the guy because he's basically. Oh, like, he does say you I'll can have a place to stay. Room. Yeah. 
And he's like, well, I don't want a fucking roommate. Right. right. Um, but I will go and listen because the guy says he has all these stories to share. So do you remember when I mentioned earlier that Kevin Smith's podcast, they brought up a story about something like that? Like yeah. it was based on um, a little something. Okay. So in the episode, they read an ad on uh, that was posted on Gumtree, which is a British online classified site. Okay. Claiming to be written by a man offering free room and board to someone willing to dress up like a walrus so the homeowner can relive his happiest memories. So Wait, this was actually that like, really happened. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, more on that later. Oh my God. Okay. Even more if you can believe it. Jesus, that's terrifying okay so um wallace is stoked right yeah he's like i can i'm gonna get all the stories i'm gonna have multiple stories to tell yeah right so he's at a convenience store yes taking it you know he's just going for it because he only has a limited time he's in canada so yep. he's like on the phone with the dude already yeah trying to figure out you know coordinate their meeting at this house mm -hmm. it's in bifrost yeah. Oh, the two girls that are standing behind the counter. Yes. Did you want to talk about them? The clerksies. Uh-huh. Um, well, first, it makes me laugh because the one girl says that Bifrost, he's like, where's Bifrost at? Yeah. And he asks them. And uh, the one girl's like, oh, that's far away as shit. So yeah. About, about two hours. A boot. <laughs> yeah. And first, I wanted to say Bifrost means shimmering path. Oh. Is the rainbow bridge in Norse mythology that leads to the realm of the gods. Oh. Isn't that fun? Interesting. Um, but so Not in this movie, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's leading elsewhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, he um it's Kevin Smith and Johnny Depp's daughters yes! who are playing the clerks, which is too super, super Apparently cute. they're really, really good friends in real life. Yeah, they go to school together. Yes. And that's how Kevin Smith was like, well, shit, I'll just have them in it. Yep. And it's funny, too, because they're clerks and yes. Kevin Smith's daughter. I just yes. said like a little passing of the clerk's torch, it if you will. It is fun. It is fun. Uh, and P.S., because I have to say it because uh, Wallace says it, too. He brings up the a boot yes. to them. Most linguists agree that the word about is pronounced differently in Canada than in the USA because it actually sounds closer to a boat. So oh, like yeah. They said that we all mm. laugh at Canadians because of South Park making fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's true. True story. It is very true. I was laughing. A boot. Yeah. A boot. Oh, that's hilarious. So anywho, Wallace, right, gets on the road with his huge slushy. Yeah. Huge slushy. Takes the trip. And, uh. When 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 we when we arrive, we arrive at Pippi Hill. Yeah, it's cute. I think it's so cute. It is. Pops himself right into the house. Doesn't even like. Doesn't really knock. He just like no. welcomes himself into the home, and then we see um, we meet Mr. Howard. Howard's seated in front of like a giant fireplace. Right? Uh, yeah, huge. Yeah, gorgeous. Honestly, totally. Um, Welcomes Wallace. And it's important to notate that Howard is Mr. Howard is in a a wheelchair. Yeah, a, a mechanical wheelchair. Yeah, Did you say fella. that? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Nope. And they're talking, right? Yeah. Um, they shake hands and he and offers he, some tea. Yeah, he offers some tea. Right. Never drink it. I noticed that Mr. Howard's a bit of a starer. But the one thing I did want to say, though, is uh, I kind of went back into that um, talking about that free room and board person or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason I wanted to mention that was during the podcast when Kevin Smith and uh, his co-host are talking about that and kind of like rapping about a storyline it could you know that could become of that story um 
Smith noted that it was a bad idea for the film, but he left it up to his fans as to whether or not the movie would be made. So he said, if you want to see this movie, go on Twitter and hashtag walrus yes. And if you don't, hashtag oh. walrus no. And that's why they ended up naming that documentary walrus yes. And Got like, it. Yeah, okay, what? well, that's fine. Um, so you're right, though. Howard... Um, had tea made, you know, for when Wallace got out of the bathroom. Right. Wallace just starts chugging tea. Yes. Just loves tea. He's like, oh, I'm not even a tea guy, but this is so good. Yeah. He's yeah. so do like grooving on it. Yeah. And they're making small talk, right? They're, you know, Wallace takes a seat. He talks to him, uh, to Howard about where he's from. Right. That he has a podcast. Right. He has to explain, you know, like what, what is, it, what it is, what a podcast even is. Yes. I'm going to go backtrack for just a second because I immediately yelled at the TV when I saw this. Uh-oh. So at one point when they're talking right before he sits down to have tea, mm -hmm. he's like walking around the room and he's looking at things and he's asking questions. Did you notice? Because I did. Mr. I'm in a wheelchair uh, crosses his leg. Yes. Yes. I did see that. I just wanted to note. I just wanted to notate yeah. that to the audience that's listening right now because if you haven't seen this movie, that part just made me go, wait a second. Yes. Hold on. And so then they start, he starts explaining more stories, right? Like somehow he starts getting into, oh, he like quotes something and uh, uh, Wallace is like, that's Ernest Hemingway. And yep. he's like, you're right. And he's like, oh yeah, I remember when he said that. And he's like, wait a second, you fucking knew Ernest Hemingway? And he's Ernie. Like, Ernie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, you call him Ernie? So they kind of like go through, he goes through this long drawn out story about how he knew Ernest Hemingway and he was part of D-Day or whatever, right? Yeah, he was in Normandy like before D-Day. Oh, before D-Day. They shared a bottle together. That's right, a bottle booze. of booze. And he still has the bottle and he shows them like it's up on the wall yep and then they continue talking some more and this is my favorite scene oh really <laughs> <laughs> just because it's so ridiculous and it made me giggle because it's i'm immature um so then wallace is staying in there and like the the ernest hemingway's ernest hemingway story's over yeah and he's standing there and above the fireplace above the mantle is like this long stick is what it looks like <laughs> yeah. and he's like what's this thing and <laughs> Fucking Howard is like, that's a walrus's penis. And yeah, it's he says a walrus cock. A walrus. Does he say walrus cock? He totally cock? does. And it's just like this big, long, petrified fucking dick, I Weeder, guess. Yeah. yeah. Just like up on like a, like a display yeah, thing. Just like a, ma yeah. It's, it's my favorite scene. Cause it just, cause of course then, you know, fucking Wallace is like, well, can I touch it? And he's like, yeah, go for it. And he picks it up and he's like pretending to jack it off in his face. I'm like, I what know. are you doing, dude? I was like, like what is wrong with you? You have to go so highly inappropriate. Like, why are you ridiculous? Up close and personal. Oh and I God. did love, he was like, where'd you find something like this? A head shop? Like, yeah. <laughs> he is pretty quick witted. funny. I will give him that. Oh God. Um, And that's when Howard explains he became acquainted with a walrus right when he was lost at sea so another story right and he starts telling it and wallace already looks a little sleepy yeah he's starting to kind of nod off yeah it's interesting there um despite the riveting tale that howard's telling he's like dozing um but he tells a story where he was on a boat in 1959 on the southern coast of siberia mm -hmm. beautiful this time of year mm -hmm. uh says it was the best years of his life and then he was like a boat chef. Yeah. He was a cook on there. Um, but they were on a mission to find what? 
a big old great white shark yeah. of sorts. The which, whale eater. And I was curious if you picked up on how oh, I did. Did you? Oh, I did. How he describes the shark. Jaws, Jaws reference. Totally. He kind of Jaws is it throughout this almost entire part because mm-hmm. he mentions I don't remember exactly what he says but he does uh he does say all three tons of them yeah and I was like feet. okay I'm like okay Quinn only it's a bummer because they yeah. don't find the shark now they don't they find an iceberg instead yeah and their ship sank yep it's like the Titanic totally yep <laughs> Howard's like now what where's my door to float on where's Jill's huge dining room table she needs to offload when you need it <laughs> oh my god uh, so he says Howard says that he was alone in the ocean and the screaming stopped yeah which means everyone around him was dying Remi- right? reminded me of the Indianapolis story yeah totally <laughs> yeah I was like okay here we go even more well it does because then he's like then something moved quickly past him yeah he was like what the fuck you yeah. know what I mean so there is like a lot of that. I'd be scared too don't worry oh my god totally well that's what Wallace says he's like how scared were you mm-hmm. you know and he's like I don't mind admitting I was terrified right and Howard goes on with his story and Wallace is getting even more sleepy yeah and Howard explains that he awoke on land right right and found that it had been a walrus that saved his life by like helping him keep warm yeah snuggled they did they had a little moment yep yep and so he does. He he he's like on this island. He's describing the walrus, and he named him um, after his one of his professors or something, right? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Tusk. Yes, <laughs> totally. he named him Mr. Tusk. And um, then you know the the story kind of slowly starts to come to an end, and then oh shit. Oh, Wallace. Oh, Wallace just kind of just seems to be checking out a bit. Yes. He's like, I'm done with these stories. I love and hate. I thought it was so scary because he's starting to see like in triplicate. Yes. See like from his point of view, all blurred vision and he's starting to slur. Yes. And I think the fucking creepiest part of that scene is that he like realizes he was drugged. Yeah. Before he hilariously collapses to the floor. Oh, it's really funny how he falls. He did a good job. Great fall. Yeah, it was a good one. But he like points at his cup and is like, what did you? And then collapses. And I'm like, that's terrifying. Yeah, Uh, because you can't. What are you supposed to do at that point? I'd rather just be like, oh, I'm drunk on weird brandy tea or something. And oh, yeah, because he talks about that. Yeah, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, Um, don't want to know that. So Wallace is outsies. Right. And when he, uh, well, we cut to him shirtless. Yes. And I was like, yeah. Okay. But it was because he was enjoying some lip service from his beautiful woman, Allie. Which I forgot her. I didn't know her name until much later. So I just called Uh, her his girl. Yes. Yeah. His best girl. His best girl. (laughs) His best girl. Um, But yeah, so he is. He's like he's like you said, he's getting some lip service Mm -hmm. and uh, she comes up for air. And um, uh, they start talking about how, like, she doesn't want him to leave yeah, to go, to, go Canada. to Canada. Don't go to Canada. Like, I don't want you to go. I never want you to go. Why can't I go with you? Like, yeah. they just kind of go back and forth about it for a little bit. Well, she's upset because he's exploiting the Kill Bill kid. Yes. She's like, this is like you're mean you're, you're right. being mean to this kid by right. going and having this interview and he's like but it's for the podcast it's for the show i need to do it like yeah and then he kind of goes on to say like doesn't he kind of briefly mention at one point like 
something along the lines of like, how would I have all this like merch and how would I have all this stuff if I didn't do what I do? Yeah, like the new, she's like, I miss the old Wallace who was sweet and he's like, the new Wallace has money and fucking fans right. and yeah, he's being such an In asshole. In this apartment that doesn't look like he has money but it's okay. I know, it's all janky looking and like looks like a dorm room kind of but he can yes. smoke in it. So yes. I'm like, well, that's interesting because I couldn't help but notice he lights up a cig. He looks like the mustachio version of Anthony Kiedis and it made me laugh so hard. Yes. I was like, why well, can't and now I can't unsee it. Yes. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, Anthony Kiedis. Oh, he's super oh. hot. But I hated him with his mustache and his short hair. I was oh, like, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I didn't mind it. Yeesh. But that everything that that man does is... Mm. Allie asks again to go to Canada and Wallace shuts it down, specifically saying Teddy gets jealous. Yeah. Um, And then... uh. The new Wallace decides to try to get laid again, laid again real quick. Right. Um, He's like, can we just finish this, please? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Well, he does threaten to whack off on her. I laughed at that. So I was like, well, I mean, pick your battles, you know. Um, So she just ends up blowing him. Yeah. Um, What a fucking horrible reality, though. He wakes up to oh my to god to go from a blowjob like flashback dream yes and we see his eyes wait like opening up in real life again and he's like drooling on himself yeah. a little bit uh-huh. yeah and he's like in an old wheelchair with a blanket on his lap it's very FDR it's been <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the president that had that <laughs> I think so isn't it. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my God. That was so good. I'm sorry, but that's just what I thought of immediately when I saw it. I was like, why is there a blanket on his lap? I fucking love it. (laughs) And... (laughs) So good. And, uh, yeah, and instead of Wallace getting wanked, fucking Howard... Because polio is so funny. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Now I'm being Wallace. Listen, it's not a thing anymore. If you're offended by that, then fuck off. If you're Wallace, I'm Howard. I want to be Howard now. I don't want to be Teddy. I don't want to be Sixth Sense Kid. <laughs> I found him to be creepy then, and I find him to be creepy. Oh, I thought he was up. such a cute kid, though. He really was. Anyways. Know. So we go from Wallace getting wanked to Howard polishing a tusk. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's so. Very phallic. Oh, it's very phallic Uh, So that's his awakening. You know, Wallace yes. is like realizing. Um, you know, at that point, too, I'm thinking because Wallace looks so pitiful in his chair with wheels, as you aforementioned. Uh, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, if that were me, I would seriously just be like, well, I guess I'm dead. Well, and Wallace, of course, has questions, right? He's like, of course, why the fuck am I passed out or like, you know, why am I in this chair? What's happening? Yeah. And Howard, you know, explains that last night whilst you were, you know, hanging out and we were talking, mm-hmm. you were bit by a brown recluse he saw it creeping away from wallace's pant leg yeah so he's like it was a big spider yeah huge spider yeah and he then continues to go on and say that you know um the doctor came to see him Mm -hmm. and explains i can't remember the doctor's name it doesn't matter but uh that this doctor came to see him and he you know uh did a once over and figured out that that's what it was. And that's what caused all this. And then Wallace goes on to say, I can't feel my legs though. Like, why can't I feel my legs? Yes. And Howard's like, Oh, well, the reason you can't feel your legs is because they had to give you an epidural because of having to save your life from the poison. And you're like, yeah, this is making sense. Like I would probably believe that if somebody told me that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's he's very calm when he's explaining this to to Wallace. Then he says, but why is there a blanket on my lap? So he just asked all the right questions, right? That's when Howard's like, well, (laughs) 
<laughs> your your leg was about the size of an elephant's leg. Like it was huge. Yes. Huge. So big. Um, it, it was big, right? Yeah. So we had to save your life. Right. And so then what does Wallace do? So Wallace moves the blankie, his affigani, right? <laughs> and <laughs> his FDR blanket. <laughs> And he finds that one of his legs has been amputated. Yes. How, and it's gnarly. How hard did you laugh when he's like, my leg is off? Yeah. He yells it's <laughs> off. I'm like, ah, that's, that's what, not the right word to that's choose. That's what you sir. say once you're fitted for a prosthetic. Right, that's right. not. Yeah. When my leg is off, killed me. Um, and, you know, Howard says that, you know, we're not going to. He's like, take me to the hospital. Like, this is fucked up. Yeah. And it is like. Yikes, those stitches. Oh no, it's gnarly. I mean, it's swollen yeah. looking. It's it's not it's definitely infected. Uh-huh. Or gonna be. It looks like it was done by a rookie. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not whoever that doctor was. DIY definitely, stitches. Yes. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna look this up on YouTube today. Well, and see. fucking Howard said the doctor stepped on Wallace's phone, too. I don't, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, where's my phone? And he's like, oh. I don't like, want oh. to klutz stitching my, their, once was their leg <laughs> And he up. broke my phone, too. Exactly. Great. You know how much those fucking things cost? Doctor sucks. Um, <laughs> doctor sucks. <laughs> and Howard's like, the doctor said, we can't take you to the hospital because they're full of disease and you have to rest here. And he's like, what? Yeah. Like, I, I immediately was like, don't believe that, please, because that doesn't make a bit of sense. No. And not at all. Well, uh, and, the, and and the doctor, it, he's not around for consult because he's uh, doing his rounds, making his rounds, and he's like, "What rounds?" Like, yeah. I love how Wallace is like, "What rounds?" What yes. is, we're in the middle of nowhere. Totally. Um, and then this is where it starts to get a little creepy. Howard, super funny. He he's very like blase about it too. Toward the end of the convo, oh, he's God. just like. I'm truly sorry, you know, for your loss. Yeah, I'm so sorry for your loss. But he's like smiling with his back to Wallace yeah, while like, he See says it. <laughs> I'm gonna go get ready. Like he thinks it's funny. Go get ready to for us to dine together oh at like the most God. awkward meal ever. Oh, uh, so strange. And Wallace is all like morphined out. And then we're back to the spider talk, um, very briefly. And he starts doing the itsy bitsy spider. Oh, my God. That creeped me out. That was terrible. So fucking bad. This whole scene was creepy as fuck. Um, yeah. So how, wa Wallace is trying to get him to admit that, like, there isn't, there wasn't a spider. Like, Wallace right. is onto it. Yeah. He knows something's fucked up, right? right? And when he, yeah, when he did that itsy bitsy spider thing, I'm like, uh-oh. And that just... If you were Wallace, wouldn't you just be shitting in your Afghan? Oh, absolutely. Like 100%. Mm -hmm. like I would point? not I would not be like sitting there calm, cool and collect. Well, and I guess that's the case cuz Wallace actually starts screaming. He, he like does. wigs. He does point. wig for a second. But then then the 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 whole thing. Oh shit. So he starts screaming and then what happens? Fucking Howard stands right the fuck up out of his fucking wheelchair and he doesn't even it's not even that's a miracle moment he walked right over <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to and i'm going i knew it was a paralyzed uh -huh. i knew it and he gives uh wallace a five finger to the face yeah slaps him right across the face like Smacks shut him. the fuck up first of all no one's gonna probably hear you but second of all yeah. you're acting a fool yeah um and of course wallace shuts up yeah and howard just goes back to his seat yeah I'm glad we settled that right let me tell you what my plans are I'm um, yeah creating a walrus suit I'm like a walrus suit and, question mark <laughs> and he's like you know what I think with a few alterations a few nips and tucks it's gonna fit you just fine yeah Wallace um 
And when he's, you know, he's basically like laying out mm-hmm. some guide, some guidelines, right? right? Howard, he's like, when you're in the suit, you're not allowed to talk. You have to act like a walrus, right? Because right? I said so. Um, and to me, this felt very much like a buffalo bill with just an affinity for a certain type of animal. Yeah. Because like, like he even mocks Wallace like screaming oh, I hate and shit. It. Like I hate Buffalo it. Bill would. I hate it. I just totally was like, I feel like a little channeling of the BB. Yes. Right there. Yes. Um, yeah. When he starts to mock him when he's like getting upset, because like even whenever he's like kind of crying, he kind of cries. Yes. And then when he starts screaming, he starts screaming. They're both wailing at the same time. Yeah. It's really um, creepy. It's very, very creepy. I love that. And then is this when we cut to a little stop and chat with Allie? Yeah. And she's talking straight into the camera technically. Yeah. And she's all teary eyed and... She's talking about Wallace, but she's clearly talking to somebody else about Wallace. Yeah. And she's going on about how she thinks that he's cheating on her and that him leaving all the time is like his perfect excuse to do so. And he's Mm -hmm. probably off with some whore somewhere. Mm -hmm. And a hand reaches up and touches her face and it's awfully chubby. It's a man hand. And you're like, oh, yeah. Um, Who's this? Who's this individual? And we can only guess, but... So she continues to talk, right? Yeah. And you know immediately, come on, that hand is Terry's hand or Teddy's (laughs) hand. (laughs) I start calling him Terry. Terry who? Tell me. (laughs) Terry Cruz. Um, No, I'm just teasing. But um, no, it's it's Teddy for sure, right? Like we know it's it's obviously Teddy. And so we kind of like, it's like a... uh, moment yes. and um then we cut again yeah we go to like a flashback yep back to wallace and um he's he's hearing his phone right um or did i miss a different flashback oh, i might have skipped that so mm-hmm. we see um teddy talking on the podcast oh that's right that's right saying he was going to be hanging out with Allie while wallace yes. was in canada which i was like that's interesting you right, know he's right. like i'll be escorting a your best gal to see some it, art. Yes. And Wallace is like, yeah, fuck that shit. Have fun. Anyway, everyone, I'm by, you know, <laughs> going to Canada, da, da. So, uh, <laughs> um, and then we see, um, they're playing like foosball together. And yeah. this is when we really learn that how much more of a dickhead Wallace is because Teddy's like, right. I can't believe you cheat on her. Like, she's so awesome. And she's hot. And he's yeah. like, it doesn't matter how hot she is. You should see the chicks on the road. Like, it's right. awesome. He calls them pacey, but like, they're like pasty and I think he calls them pasty and fat. I know. I can't remember. I really think he does. And he's like, but man, are they good in the sack? Or exactly. they're like wild or something. And then, yeah. and then we're like, oh, well, he's a gross cheating man. So yeah. that's fun. Like she's totally right. He yeah. is. A, he is a grody. Yeah. Um, And he says, hey, I got to get going. I'm going to go over to Allie's and bang her real quick before I go on my trip tomorrow. Because it's like my way of like having like taking my own version of Xanax. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's helps funny. me sleep right on the plane. Nature's ambient. Oh, my God. Um, so Wallace's <clears throat> phone rings. We cut back to reality. Yes. That's, again, you're this right. This is, yep, this is where the phone rings. He wakes and up. And it's that weird margarita song or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he does. He wakes up and he's trying to find it. He gets to the phone, but he just misses a call from Allie. Totally. Right? And so he calls her back and we see that she is... Um, at her apartment Mm -hmm. and I did. So at this point, Dave joined me by the way to watch the movie. So it was funny because I looked over and I was like, does everybody just charge their phone in their bathroom? Like I'm confused (laughs) because like there's two phones in the bathroom, right? Yeah. And so she walks away from the phone and she goes in and she's like, he didn't pick up like whatever. Right. And 
we don't see the person that she's with. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he called. So anyways, Wallace calls her. Get It goes to voicemail because her phone's on vibrate, which I can relate to because mine's always on vibrate. I never have my phone on on like ring mode because yeah. it's annoying. Um, but he calls back and I'm like, why wouldn't you call 911? But then I was like, wait, you're in Canada. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I don't know what that's a boot. Like, how, sure. <laughs> how do you what's what's the number, y'all? Yeah. Okay, wrong thing. Anyways, but um, yeah, so he calls her and leaves her like this really gut wrenching, like I'm in trouble, like this really quiet, like very breathy voicemail of like this guy kidnapped me. And like, it's like a good like minute and a half long voicemail of like, come fucking save my ass. Cause yeah. like, I don't know what's going to happen to me. And apologizing for being an asshole. Yes. Too. And I'm going to, I don't think I'm ever going to see you again. She should save that one. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she, she definitely should. She definitely yeah. should. Um, so then. You know, she doesn't answer. And so then he panics and then he calls Teddy. Yes. And same thing that he doesn't. Oh, no, but he comes in the bathroom and he doesn't answer the call. He totally ignores he it. He totally. Just brushing his teeth. Yeah. Just doing his thing. Being like brutal. I'm, ignoring. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. So then, now we know that obviously really for sure that Teddy and, and, and Allie are, are hooking up. Allie and Teddy are in Betty together. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the next morning. Oh, right. And they're sleeping awfully strange. Like, why is Teddy at the end of the bed? Like, his head's at the end of the bed while she's sleeping normal. Do they just have, like, a good romp and that's just how he landed? I thought of that, too. I was like, cute. I don't know. Maybe they just just are in defeat, both of them. (laughs) They want to just have them in their faces. They want them there. It was just so strange. Um, Yeah, so, you know, Allie wakes up. And by the way, uh, she's way hotter than most folks wake up. Oh, absolutely. Her hair was awesome. I'm like, whatever. Yep. So she goes into the uh, bedroom or uh, bathroom, right? Where you, yeah, cause yeah, because everyone charges their phone in their bathroom, obviously. not next to their bed. So poop particles can be all Ew, over. Ew, gross. So yeah, you put it against your face. Yeah. Um. So she wakes up, goes in there, starts brushing her teeth, um, and she's listening to the voicemail that Wallace left for her. Yeah. And she starts to panic and goes and wakes Teddy. Very good reaction. That's what she should do. Yeah, yes. it makes yes. sense. Totally. Yeah. She still yeah. cares for him. I was like waiting for her to be like, oh, he's just fucking around. Right. I was like, oh, thank God. She's actually like taking action. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. yeah. Good. So not all is lost. No. She just like Teddy's. She likes Teddy's D more than right. Wallace's these right. days. Um, and I had to die because at that point, the night prior... Howard attacked Wallace when he was leaving a voicemail. So, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that too. So uh, Wallace is unconscious, and like, so when when we see Allie, you know, freaking out with Teddy about what's going on with Wallace, Wallace's phone starts to ring, and Howard's like, "Well, someone's looking for Wallace." Oh yeah, it was funny. Ooh. That was kind of creepy, funny. Yeah, and, uh, basically he's Ugh. got like Howard's talking about his past more. Yes, we see him fumbling with some like. Well, doodads. Oh, doodads as in like bloody surgical stuff. Absolutely. Super bloody surgical stuff, which yeah. is a big old no, 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 no for me. Yep. Um, oh, and he gets real melon, not melancholy, but it's just very much like a woe is me. He says that Mr. Tusk, he was like, good for you for having someone looking for you. Like right. Mr. Tusk was the only living thing that ever had his best interest at heart. Uh. And then he starts to talk about his childhood and he's like, I was an orphan. 
right telling us all these things and it's like showing we're like seeing the tools like you said that he's using and like the, these drawings of like a human and a walrus <laughs> yeah like anatomical together maybe yes and like skin like skin flaps yeah oh oh god not yeah the flaps yeah the flaps of no, skin i can't even oh um, god but yeah so those are strewn about for inspirational and educational purposes yeah it seems like he's definitely planning some shit he's planning some shit but like yeah he's telling this story who knows what it's about i just remember him being saying something about being beaten and raped and stuff as a kid and like really awful and terrible things so his parents were attacked and killed by muggers and then he got put into the an orphanage but then it was eventually it was they all were just put into um insane asylums and abused terribly instead like oh, all the kids yeah. so he said he was in that system for like five years and they he was like abused in every way possible right yeah and then he escaped to the united states but huh. then once he's done anecdoting and stuff oh yeah right that's when we get a slow pan and we see wallace is on that table and now both legs are gone yeah and he's got like What's going on with his arms? His left arm is like sewn to his torso. Yeah. Yeah. It's real gross. Yeah. He made a flipper out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. Good reveal. So, but then like, yeah, it is a good reveal, but then doesn't like skip again pretty quickly. Totally. And like, he's, he's a walrus. Oh, well, Allie and Teddy, we see Allie and Teddy. They're on a mission to save Wallace. So they're on the phone with the cops. Oh, that's right. The cops are asking for a picture of Wallace so right. that they can start, you know, looking around for him and all that shit. Right. Um, but then you're so right. We go back to fucking Howe residence. <sighs> and there's like a little video of an ocean scene playing. Yeah. And there's like a little water habitat. Looks cute. Yeah, it's super cute. Except for all the screeching and screaming we hear. Yeah, like lots of like distressed Oh, God, it's terrible. Because like you said, he's like a fucking walrus. He's like a full on walrus. What did you say and do when you saw him like that? Um, I mean, well, in my, mm, well, once again, Dave was sitting next to me. So <laughs> I literally just looked up and I was like, what the f- actual fuck is that? <laughs> we do see he's in a full on uh, walrus outfit, right? right? Skin suit, whatever, man walrus suit. Yeah. And I wanted to say, if you look close, you'll see like people's faces yes. in it and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Very yeah. icky, like the eye sockets and stuff cut out. So Wallace is officially Mr. Todd. Yeah. And he's all sewn in and he's tethered. Uh, oh yeah, his, he's tethered by his like his flipper though. Yes, yeah, like feet flipper. Yeah, like it's oh it's nasty. Like he's like in there, man. He's weeping. Oh, he's so upset and he's just howling and Oh, I hate the howling. It's terrible. It's really icky. It's terrible. Um, Justin Long allegedly shot all of his walrus scenes in one day. Oh wow. The whole makeup job took between two to three hours to apply, along with the facial makeup and like the whole only two to three hours huh well i guess if it's if it's a suit you'd really only have to put the head on and then make the suit kind of melt together into the head yes and he kind of like he had to be around if i read correctly he had to be kind of like wrapped around a one of those like athletic like the a gym ball like the bouncy things that you used to work out with that makes sense he was kind of like moved like around one of those inside the suit to give oh, it that bulky I was no, I was wondering how that how that yeah. kind of came to be like how they ended up doing it mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. kind of cool. So he was just snuggled up in there. Oh, cutie. Exercising. Oh, yeah. I bet his nipples were in there with him. Oh, I'm sure. So cute. <laughs> um, so, so Allie and Teddy, we cut to them arriving in Canada. Right. And they start scouring, right? Mm-hmm. They're showing pictures of Wallace to people. They're searching. I love how they're just driving past like an arbitrary field with a flashlight. Like they're deer spotting. Yeah, they're like, like, they're like, hey. Do you really? Yeah, like, she yelled what? for it. <laughs> she yelled for it. I'm it's like, like, why would you just like, you just think he's gonna be there? He's like just in that field? Why? Wallacing? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Wallacing the walrus? Weird. So oh, man. But then um they do end up going to the police, right? And they yeah. they play the voicemail that he left. Um the, the co- detective doesn't believe them at first. No, he calls it monkey shines. Yeah, he's like, Do you think he's just all, all around monkey shines? And I've like, never heard I've that. I've never before. heard of that. It must be a Canadian thing. I, he, I guess it has may, to be. I guess it yeah, it's like he thinks they're just it's a prank. Yeah, it's a joke. And he's like, Well, you guys do this to each other all the time, anyways, don't you? Because they, they explain that they have the podcast and this, that, yep. and the other. And he's like, You're not really proving your case because you guys are already dipshits. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is happening? But then here? he does eventually start to believe them, right? And he's like, okay, we'll we'll put out a missing person report just like you guys do in the US. And like he explains, like, we're gonna do this right and blah blah. And they're like, oh thank God. Well, it sucks too, because he's like, I can tell you there's no Howard Howe registered here. Yeah. And they're like, balls. They're like, great. <laughs> so that's a lie too. Cool. So he's operating under a pseudonym. Love mm, that. Love that. That's perfect. And the cop is like, I got somebody that you can contact who is in search of a serial killer who coincidentally amputates legs. I'm yes. like, what the fuck? You like, guys are just all talking. Oh, by the way, I did have to say because of the true crime side of me, whenever he at first was like, yeah, we don't get serial killers in Canada. And I'm just like, you're lying. There's plenty of serial killers in Canada. <laughs> I've listened to stories about them. They exist up there, guys. Paul and Carla Hamolka. And oh, uh, Ken and Barbie. Yes. And uh, the fuck with cats person was up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Luca something. Luca. I can't watch the documentary. I just know the story in Surrendous. I watched it twice. Uh, Oh, I know. I can't do it. Um, uh, Anyways. Well, he gives Allie and Teddy this guy's business card. He's like, this guy may be able to help you. Um, And they're, you know, cool. Thanks. Right. Um, Thanks so much. We'll be on our way. Back in Walrusville. Oh, God. Oh, so Wallace, this is so fucking creepy to me. He's like screaming like defiantly at Howard. Yes. And he's kind of, but he's also weeping. It's like a cry. I don't know. It's just such a. It's like he's trying to be defiant, but like he's scared still, obviously. Yes. Probably just losing his goddamn mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's Um, like, I mean, thankfully, well, the water is reflective. He does have to see what he looks like. Yeah. No reflective surfaces. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. Nope. He can see it. I'm wrong. Um, and so, like you said, we're back at the tank or whatever, the little area that he's like being held in. And Howard starts explaining to him that you, you know, you are a walrus. You need to learn how to swim. And I immediately was like, no. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. I'm not going to do it. I started having a panic attack. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because it's like, that's not, this isn't, you're not a real oh. thing. Oh, God. So... Howard hits a button. He's got like a little remote control. Yes. Cute. And he hits a button. And that basically triggers the chain that Wallace is tethered with to fucking pull him into the water. Backwards into the water. Yeah. Uh, So I was like very chest palpitation. Oh, yes. I hated it. At that point. And not to mention. Least favorite scene. It's got to be like incredibly. Me too, I think. It's got to be incredibly painful. Right. For Wallace to try to keep himself afloat. Like he's just been 
sewn together. Like yeah, like you're not shit. healed. Ugh. Like your his wounds are still very fresh. So gross. Oh my god, um, the whole thing. So not long before he starts to like sink to the bottom, right? Yep. After uh-huh. he does try to keep himself afloat, he does start to sink. Sees another fucking walrus, walrus person, human thing, and it's dead. Met his fate at the bottom of ho- house hole like just and its face is like half like gone because it's like deteriorating right yeah he's oh it's gross it's gross of course wallace wigs right of course do the the typical like underwater scream yep i'm like don't get any of his grody in your mouth ew (laughs) ew it's (laughs) so gross least of his concerns at this point but i think it's worth mentioning it's like there's no going back at this point i'm just trying to figure out how to become human again Uh, oh my god um so let's meet guy lapointe <laughs> I was like, okay, so now I can talk about it more. Yeah. Literally sitting there, okay? Literally sitting there and I'm watching it. Dave's sitting to the right of me and I'm watching it. And I'm like, at first I didn't realize who it was at all. Well, mm-hmm. he also had a nose prosthetic. Yes, he does. And I was like, mmm, because his nose doesn't look like that. <laughs> and I'm like looking at his eyes and listening to his voice. And of course, this character, so we, like Jill's saying, we we meet Guy, right? And he's sitting there with his little beret on his head. Oh, my God. And they're in like a fast food restaurant. And he's sitting there with um, Allie and, and uh, Teddy. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, though, watching it. I'm going, I know this voice. I know this person. I know this <laughs> voice. I know this person. And then it clicks. It's crazy. Oh, my God. It did not look like him. And then finally it clicked. I love it. So, But fun. his character's hilarious. Yeah. he get, He's basically given Allie and Teddy some background on right. himself. Right. right. And he says... Something like the last 10 years, he's been hunting um, Howard Howe, mm-hmm. who's the devil made of the flesh. Ugh. Um, and he's stoked to be on the Wallace case because he does think that he is close to catching Howard. Right. Um, so basically, he says that this dude, which by the way, Guy also smushes his hamburger before he eats it, which That's makes just so funny. Um, <laughs> but he says that he, so what they find... Uh, or what they're hunting is this guy that's killed 23 people. Right. And if it's who has Wallace, then it's going to be 24 soon. So mm-hmm. Allie's like, wow, thanks a heap, yo. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, but he, Super excited that my boyfriend's going to die. Exactly. But at least I've got Ted words. Right. So exactly. I'll be good. I won't be cold for long. <laughs> um, so he says when they find uh, evidence of the victims of this killer, they find pieces of the skinned body. The legs are always amputated. The arms are always fused to the body like a crucified T-Rex, which made me laugh. (laughs) And the mouth and teeth have been disturbed. Yes. Which is disturbing enough to say it that way. I was like, ew. It's gross. Do you remember what does he mean by disturbed? Just taken out of his head, right? Fucking rips their tongues out and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, why isn't Wallace? I thought it would be really funny if Wallace could still talk. And he was like, yeah, Yeah. come on. I look ridiculous. Like, can you just get me back to normal here? I'm like, oh, Ron, he doesn't have a tongue. Yeah, he doesn't have a tongue. Like, he isn't arguing or trying to. (laughs) Um, He does that on purpose. But he does confirm, though. That for Allie and them, that what Howard does isn't sexy. No, like, no, because no, they're like stuff. he, because she asks, like he's yeah. not like sexually abusing them, is he? Like yeah. he's not like, and he's like, no, he doesn't do sexy stuff to them. Oh, because and, and oh my god, because he talks about the cops naming the killer, the first wife. Yeah, because the first wife doesn't let you talk. The tongue is removed. Uh huh. Doesn't let you go anywhere. He's trapped there. Yeah, and he doesn't fuck you. 
Yeah. So ah. the kid was like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love that. That's good. So then Guy asks them to come closer, which makes them lol like every me makes me lol yes. every time I watch it. Yes. It's like come closer. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Lean in a little bit more. <laughs> um, and then he has like a flashback. He tells them a flashback story. Yeah, about how he meets Howard. Yeah. Right. And um Pretty much the story goes that he goes to talk to him and he's in search of this person. He's in search of, um, what's his name? Gregory Gumtree. That's right. Gregory Gumtree, who was a hockey player. Mm -hmm. And he's in search of this person. And pretty much they just have this conversation on the porch. And um, Howard plays a very simple, he calls him a simpleton. Yes. And he kind of has like a weird like way of speaking, right? Kind of like he said, simpleton. Mm -hmm. And... He they just kind of have a back and forth, a little chat back and forth. And um, he's like, I don't know who that person is. Like Howard's like, I don't know who this gum tree person is. Like, I've never heard of this person. Yeah. And it's just a back and forth for a minute. And then he finally, you know, Johnny Depp's character leaves. Right. Yep. And but then he stops and says it flashes back to him present day mm-hmm. talking to Allie and Teddy and saying, you know what? I bet you any amount of money that uh, Gumtree was in that house that day. Yeah. And I was just standing there on that front porch and didn't realize it, which is just so gut wrenching. Uh, yeah. So gut wrenching. Cause that's like the whole point when he was a detective is that that's what he was trying to do. Well, and he says that a month after that, they found the torso, yep. which was all that was left of the hockey. Yeah. Player. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Um, ew. The other thing I thought was really grody too, that he calls out is all the victims have holes in their mouths. Yeah. And, um, other investigators hadn't figured out why. Um, and, and I didn't pick up on this the first time I saw this movie, but I did this time and I'm like, Bleh. so basically Gee says that a medical examiner found something inside of Gumtree's mouth mm-hmm. and it was a fucking part of his leg bone. Yeah, it was his tibia bone. Oh, and they're like, well, so why would his tibia gross. bone be in his mouth? And he's like, exactly. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know either. He's like, I have no idea. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, and she says, too, that or I'm sorry, he says that he talked with the victim's mom and she said that whoever had her son was making him a monster. Yeah. Like, well, that's interesting. Right. So right. Blah, blah, blah. anyway, yeah, it's gross. Oh, well, speaking since we were talking about Johnny Depp, right? And you actually called this out um, earlier and I, I almost lulled. So <laughs> Smith explained that the star uh, Depp, right? Yeah. Bobby, um, that he showed up with some ideas about how his character should look specifically that his nose should resemble a penis was Johnny Depp's idea. And Smith noted, he says, uh, if you want to wear a dick on your face, this walrus movie is probably the place to do it. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. That is hilarious. So, yeah, yeah, totally. not look like him. Cut to Wallace and Howard just kicking it. Howard's yeah. leaning on him. Oh, yeah. It's so gross. It like, is. he's just like sitting there and he's like, he starts to like tell a story again. I don't know. He loves to tell stories. Um, half of them I don't, I didn't pay attention to, but he is like talking to him about whatever. And then he, like you said, he leans into him and he starts to like sing. Yes. And then he gets up at one point and kind of walks away or starts to walk away and tosses a, a raw mackerel in front of Wallace. Yeah. And tells him like, you got to learn how to eat if you're going to be a walrus. And he does. He totally does. does. I mean, he's starving. Think about it. He hasn't eaten. Yeah. Howard like watches him take a few nibbles. Yeah. Like ding, ding, ding. He's like, good job. Good job. It's so gross. 
And uh, Allie, Teddy, and Gee hop in a car together. So yes. while, you know, Mr. Tusk is bon appetiting, uh, they're on the road. Mm-hmm. And Gee is asking questions that I was laughing at first off. And then I'm like, oh, shit. He's asking Allie, like, driving habits of Wallace's. Like, is right. there anything specific he does while he drives? Right. To try to have clues to, fa- you know, track him down a little yeah. bit. And she says... Wallace loves huge convenience store drinks whenever he takes road trips. So they end up at the convenience store. They sure do. That we talked about earlier. We did. And they have a little stop and chat with the two clerks. Yep. Right. Uh, We figure out the address pretty quickly. Oh, I love that. Yes. It's like he's at a grave yard and he's doing like headstone rubbing. Yes. Yes. So he he asks for the pad of paper that um, Wallace originally asked to write down the address on uh, when he was there from the the two clerk girls and uh, they hand it over to him Mm -hmm. and he uh, does the the pencil trick where he, you know, like like you said, like the thing. And so they figure out the address pretty quickly, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was cute how, not cute, but I thought it was funny how uh, Teddy was like, oh, yeah, that, they do that in the Big Lebowski. And he's like, well, where do you think I learned it from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot about it that. so funny. I love that. <laughs> I was like, That's so good. Uh, um, and then we kind of go to, so we know the address now, and we skip back again uh, to, I was really hoping that he was at least in his underwear, but we skip to... <laughs> Howard is holding up Wallace now in the water and they're kind of swimming together, like floating in the water together. I found it to be incredibly grody. Oh, extremely grody. Very uncomfortable. I was like, you're two grown men and one of you is part walrus and and I just can't. Well, and part of me was like, what are the odds he's wearing trunks? To your point? Yes. I'm like, ew, he's naked. No, he's so so naked. He's all naked. With the dead body inside. Oh Uh, Oh, my God. I agree. Um, um, yeah, so he's naked and he gets out and we see his butt. It's not a good butt. <laughs> Sorry, but it's not. We do. Well, and while they're floating around in there, of course, Howard and his stories, he's talking about how he had to kill Mr. Tusk. Oh, yeah. To survive. Right. Because he thought he was stranded and needed food. Right. So he killed the walrus that saved his life and he was eating it. And then, like, fucking as he's biting in, he's rescued. So he has, like, yes. this incredible guilt he's dealing with. He's like, let me tell you about it. Uh, they, I was so upset. As they luxuriate together in Ew. a pit of dead walry. Disgusting. Oh, my God. It's disgusting for sure. And then, he, and then he dunks Wallace, too. And then he gets out. I'm like, you asshole. Oh, but he dunks so- him right at his dick. Oh, he does. He does. Because he did. we now, oh, yeah, I kind of skipped to the path. You should have tusked him. You were excited about his butt. I I wasn't excited about his butt. I didn't want. I saw the butt and I wasn't excited we about did it. See it. I did see it because rem- he gets out and I was like, oh. It reminds me of uh, Cruel Intentions when Ryan Felipe is. Oh, there. but that's a good butt. It's a different butt. That's a way better butt. <laughs> that's a good butt. Ryan Felipe has a good. Is it Felipe or Felipe? I have no idea. I feel Hot, silly every time I say Ryan it. Hotness has a really good <laughs> butt. Anyways, um, so. but yeah, so. Yeah, he's naked and he gets out of the pool and yep. whatever. I don't know. Then that's the end of that. Yeah, right? we're back to the crime. Lots hunters. of back and forth. Yeah, Allie and Teddy and Gee. And they're like in a little like field. Yeah. And Gee has Gee goes ahead and opens up a case of guns. Two little two little pistols, not pistols, but like two little handhelds and then a big old fucking shotgun. Yeah. And he goes to hand both guns to 
each of them and they're like, I'm not taking the fucking gun. Teddy's like being a little baby back bitch. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you just take the fucking gun. Yeah. Like, we need to go do this. And he's like, I'm going to take the big one. I'll take this then. <laughs> well, yeah, because they found Wallace's rental car. Yes, and that's it right. It was in psycho. the, it was, yes, yes. <laughs> it was in the, it was like in a lake or something. The drink. I can't even, I get so excited. I get so excited because the song, we go back to Howard and Wallace and the song kicks in. What song? Tusk. Oh. It's like the best song ever. I don't re- recall. What? I don't recall. Oh, my God. It's so good. Is that like the best beat ever? So Tusk starts to play by Fleetwood Mac. It's a fucking awesome song. How how did I not pick up on that? And every time I watch this, I'm so excited when the song starts. And Howard is narrating what's going on. So it's just starting to play and it's building and building. You have to watch the scene again. It's so fucking good. And he's talking about when he killed his walrus to survive how badly he felt because the walrus didn't have a chance to fight for his own survival. Oh, that's so right. That's right. What Sorry. he's doing. He's like building up what we're going to see, but Tusk is starting to play. And I'm like, yes, like this is so but good. Is, do we see him yet? No, no, didn't no. Think so. so he, so Howard, um, you know, he's saying like, we're going to fight. Like this is the way, this is the redemption for my Mr. Tusk. You're going to fight me. Oh my God. And fucking Howard, Wearing a fucking skin walrus suit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hilarious. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's dressed like a walrus. Yep. But he's not the walrus. He's just dressed like one. Yeah, he doesn't have like a face. Wa- no. like it's just a cutout face. Yes. It's so With funny. the tusks like on his head yes. instead. It's so good. Um. So, yeah, now I know what you're talking about. But we do a lot of cutting back and forth, of yeah. course, here. So, like, we we see that, like you said, Howard wants to fight. Wal- uh, I almost said walrus. Wallace. <laughs> Might Same as well be. Diff, really. And um, we then see that the trio make it to Pippi Hill. Yep. And they kind of crash through the gate and they're going through. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a lot of back and forth between Howard and Wallace fighting each other as walruses. And it's really ridiculous. Yes. Just bumping off each other. I love it. And then um, it's really just that. And then back and forth to mostly Allie and... Teddy getting into the house, running through the house. They can hear the screaming. They yeah. can hear like the back and forth, but they don't know how to get to it quite yet. Yep. And then once again, them fighting. And then they finally, uh, she takes her gun and she shoots open like a door that's like locked from the inside. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Well, so here's so Wallace before they even bust in. Yeah. Wallace runs up to Howard and tusks through his fucking foot. Oh, that's right. That's right. My bad. And that brings Howard to the ground. And then Wallace jumps on top of him and starts to stab him in the chest with his tusks. Right. And then Allie's like, fuck this noise. Pop, pop. That's what it is. They bust in. That's what it is. So just to say, like, they when they find him, it's already, oh, I don't know, the most fucked up of scenery. Yes. It's like, and the looks in their faces are so brilliant. (laughs) Yes. Like, what am I seeing right now? So not only is Wallace a walrus, he's committing walrus murder (laughs) with a guy who's naked. (gasps) What the fuck is going on right now? It's terrible. It's so crazy. And then he's, so he's repeatedly stabbing Howard. And he's gone lost his mind. Oh my God. Yeah, he's lost his mind. It's done. He's He's full on animal instinct at this point. Yes, exactly. And Howard's dying words, you are my Mr. Tusk. Oh, God, it was terrible. Oh, my God. You're so stupid. Howard, uh, shut up. That's when Allie and Teddy, you know, they're like, holy shit. Yep. They're like, what the fuck are we seeing right now? They're wigging. He appears. Yeah. And he holds up the shotgun, right? Mm -hmm. But then we hear Allie, no. 
I know. And to me, it like seemed like Wallace was so stoked for it. Like, right. He was like, it looked to me like he was rooting him on for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I would. Yeah, me too. I'd be like, please, 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 please. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And Allie does ruin. Oh, totally of course ruins. she does. Because she's selfish. So we cut to black and it says one year later. Mm-hmm. And a car pulls up and parks in a little parking lot, right? Yep. And it's Allie and Tedwards. Yes. And they're going into a zoo, like an aquarium zoo yeah. that looks very disheveled. It does. Yeah. It looks like it would just have like some birds and like him. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> sad. like well, here he is. It's more of like a roadside, like sideshow thing. Yeah. Kind like, of like, um, have you ever seen a goofy movie? No. Oh, damn you. <laughs> Such a good movie. It's like one of the best movies that's ever, Disney movies ever been. I'll go home and watch it today. You should. <laughs> it's got the best soundtrack you'll ever listen to, and it's the soundtrack of any millennial. I was going to say, is Tusk in it? No. Oh, okay. And I was going to say that there's a scene in that movie that makes me think of something like this would be in the same situation, but I don't want to say it because if you ever watch it, it'll be ruined. Ruined for us. Ruined. Um, but yeah, so they go in. Um, anybody that knows that movie, you know exactly what scene I'm talking about. <laughs> But anyways, um, so yeah, so they head to this like zoo. They go off onto like this deck type area. And she's carrying like some newspaper that's definitely got something shaped, maybe like fish inside. It's all wrapped up all nicely. <laughs> God. Definitely stank up their car. Oh, on the absolutely. Drive <laughs> well, they got to like fly to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. So they walk over this like little overlook area and mm-hmm. they see that there's this little enclosure at the bottom there. And we can deduce, right? That's where Wallace hangs nowadays. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, like a little little igloo looking thing. Yeah, that he can go it's like inside. his enclosure it's that's like pool. inside outside. It's got a little beach ball. It's the pool is disgusting. It is really gross. It's gross. Probably got other dead walruses at the bottom. Probably. <laughs> They're like, we'll just toss them all in there. <laughs> Keep them all together. Uh, Makes him feel like he's at home. So while Allie calls out for him, right? She's like yelling his name for him to come out. Yeah. And he doesn't. No. So she like, ew. I think Teddy even says like, throw the treat. He calls it a treat. Yeah, <laughs> just throw the treat. So she tosses the fish in and uh, yeah, he appears to munch on some grindage. Yes, he just comes out and he just goes to town on the mackerel or whatever the fuck fish it is. Yes. And and then we kind of cut back again, right? To like another scene back in the day of mm-hmm. like when Justin Long didn't look like a creature. You're right. And they're just talking back and forth. Like him and her are talking about what? Their relationship in general, right? She's asking him like, when was the last time you cried? And oh, he says, yeah. I haven't in a really long time. And yeah. She's like, she tells like a story about her family. And her abuela. Yeah. I'm saying that very wrong, I'm sure. I'm just, I probably butchered how I just said that. I probably said something else in Spanish, but okay. <laughs> and I think I think it means grandmother, though. Yeah. And just saying like it's good to cry. Yeah. And that she said it separates us from the animals and shows you have a soul. Animals have souls, bitch. It cuts back to from the flashback. Yes. We go back to Wallace in his little enclosure where he's gross. Yeah. And <laughs> he's gross. And uh, Allie tells him she'll always love him. Yes. And then he like wails back and, and he's like, oh, back at her. Yep. And then we see Wallace sheds a tear. He does. And then he wiggles back. He into waddles his- back into his cave <laughs> to whale more back into his little hut. Yes. His whale hut. Oh, my God. Oh, terrible. man. So, yeah, he just goes back into there. And then we see like a pan out from his little enclosure. Yeah. That's all that that's Kevin all- Smith wrote. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, in fact, too, in the middle of the, did you watch the credits? Uh-huh. In the middle of them, did you hear Kevin Smith? It was the part of the podcast episode, oh, yeah. which was fun. Oh, yeah. Did you watch all the way to the very end? Uh, I did. Did you see? Yeah, with Johnny. Yeah, he's just like, I should have had that second slot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot what he said. I knew they showed. I always do me. my reason for rating while the credits are rolling because it keeps me in the mood. So, yeah. yeah, that's how I caught it. Well, I did want to also just to wrap it up in a bow. Yeah. A little bit. The ad we talked about at the beginning of the episode, right? Right. The the one that kind of like inspired this whole story. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so the man who created the fake ad okay is a writer named chris parkinson of brighton england he posted it as a joke but according to reports from variety parkinson parkinson received over 400 responses to the ad oh my god you bunch of weirdos that's strange just a bunch of furries that like walruses they're like i'll live with you (laughs) go i'll be your walrus i'll totally do it i have a suit yeah (laughs) i already have one yeah it's colorful but still so i love furries do you want to talk about your reasons for rating? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh? Man turned walrus. So this movie was very human centipede, but I actually watched this one. <laughs> we all know my love for Justin Long. Adore the man. Love his acting. Love his personality. Love his face. I did not like him as a walrus, though. The storyline was not terrible, though. I was very curious how he was going to get into this mess, and it was executed very well. However, the rest of the story, what in the world? (laughs) I was so happy and pleasantly surprised to see Johnny Depp make an appearance. I had no clue he was in this until getting into it overall. He gave this movie some charm and some comedy, of course, but that's it. So, like, the making Justin into a walrus was gross and disturbing for sure, <laughs> but, like, I hated the rest of it. I hated <laughs> Howard's stories, too. I <laughs> I feel like even though he spoke very clearly, I got nothing out of it. Hearing the ending of the movie as the credits rolled and Kevin Smith talking about how they wanted this movie to go on or to be made and him laughing, it was just sick, funny. It was just a sick, funny joke to him. And in his mind, no, and it, well, no, to fuck, funny joke to him in his mind. And he thought it was good, I guess. <laughs> no, thanks. I'll pass forever and ever. <laughs> forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> there was so many typos. Sorry. Oh, that's funny. Didn't catch those ones. All right. That's my reason for rating. What's yours? So <laughs> um, I feel bad for Justin Long mm-hmm. as he's victimized in every movie I've watched him in aside from going the distance. Unless you feel like dating Drew Barrymore uh, is also torturous, in which case he's a victim in that movie, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> did this movie startle and or scare me? Nah. Was there enough gore to satisfy my needs? Nope. <laughs> But <laughs> but I did enjoy the deranged comedic elements to a story that truly creeped me out, along with some gross-out visuals. Um, plus, I love Justin Long as well, <laughs> obviously. I remember the first time I watched this movie and thinking it was one of the more original ideas I'd seen in a minute. I'm no expert, but that was a breath of fresh sea air. Ooh. Yes. Uh, this movie entertains me, as do the characters, although it's hard to ignore Haley Joel Osment being a grown man who, like, has to shave and shit. It totally <laughs> weirds me out. Um, overall, this movie makes me smile with the closest thing I have to tusks, my canines. Oh. What did you rate it? I gave it a zero. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I gave it a one. I only gave it a one. Okay. Um. So, so one, one for, for gore. gore. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I couldn't do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was really interested. I was like, this could go one of, well, obviously a few ways. Yes. With you. Yes. Yes. The next movie that we're going to be doing (laughs) is... Uh, House on Haunted Hill. Uh, I was like, go for it. You got this. You just looked at me like, what? <laughs> so House on Haunted Hill, the one with um, all the the newer one. Because I think there's a bunch, right? Or there's like an older one, isn't there? I think there's like an original. There's yeah. only like one that I know of, and that's that one. So um, House on Haunted Hill is the next movie for episode six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to think there for a second. Yeah. So make sure you go uh, watch that with us. And let us know what you thought about Tusk. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just want to know. And that's it. Check us out on Instagram. Totally. At 4 for Gore Podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all we got for you folks. So we'll talk to you when we talk to you. It'll be soon. Yeah. So bye, guys. (laughs) Later.